Hey everybody, it's the Whamcast. It's the Washington Academy of Music podcast. I'm Tim. And Rick is not here for the intro because, um, well, basically we forgot to record our intro. And this is a big learning curve for us, so you're just going to have to forgive us for forgetting that. But for this one, we're talking to Samuel Buys, who's one of our old students. He's in college now, so we're going to talk to him about college and what he's up to and music and everything. So let's get to it. All right, Samuel, how's it going? It's going good. Good? Yeah. Yeah? How's college life? Oh, it's good. It's, uh... All, all, lot, lot of work, but uh, but lots of fun, very rewarding. Yeah. Well, your hair is not gray, and you're not bald yet, so no, it's obviously not, going okay. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Next semester, I think. I still <laughs> resemble Elliot Fisk. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Put out there. Have you heard that at school? No, I don't <laughs> think. Uh, yeah, it's it's not. He's not exactly a household name, is it? <laughs> Among guitarists. Well, yes, yes, but it's not too many. And then even there, even even then, they won't use it in their house. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we don't speak his name, actually. <laughs> we don't speak his name. Yeah. This is such universal humor for our audience. Yeah, no. Really, yes. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> anyway, Let's tell some binary yeah. jokes <laughs> yeah, next. Let's do that. <laughs> Samuel is a guitarist who is a former Wham student. Of course, once you're a Wham student, you're you're always a Wham student, mm-hmm, I yeah. guess. Uh, studied here for how many years? I started when I was eight and left before I went to college at 18, so 10 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And studied with Kim at first, I mm-hmm. believe. Started yeah. with Kim and um, stayed with her right up until she uh, she left for Japan, I think, mm-hmm. and then went over, mm-hmm. went over and studied with you. Yeah. Yeah. So out of the two, who'd you like taking lessons from Um, more? We won't go there. No, we won't go there. (laughs) It's you. You two are very different and sort of sort of opposite approach. I thought. Um, What what Rick and I focused on quite a bit was technique, um, and it was a lot of reading through things together and thinking about how can I how can I get this under my fingers? How can I um, how can I make the sounds that I want to make? Kim left a lot of that to sort of work out on my own which was that's at a level that you can you can do that a little more the technique is not as it's not as physically demanding you're just sort of working out you know mm-hmm. how do i how do i play these notes basically yeah. and sort of talked a lot more about expression and um and musicality a little bit okay well mm-hmm. kim's thing is she used to always make her students cry so did yeah. you experience that no. No. Probably because no. you practiced. Yeah, ma- mainly. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that was that was more for for Cat. That's what Cat did. Yeah, that, Kat. that that was Cat's job. <laughs> it's just. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, to to put this in there, Samuel always also plays violin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just just insane. Are you doing that at school too? Uh, yeah, yeah not as much uh, as guitar. I'm taking. Just a half an hour a week um, with one of their violin professors. Um, there's possibility of my joining the uh, the symphony orchestra mm-hmm. at some point. Ooh. 
which um, might have more to do with my major. Um, I've actually decided to switch from performance to education. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem with education is there's three separate emphases that you have to go in. There's choral, there's band, and there's orchestra. Classical guitar doesn't really fit neatly into any of those is the uh, right. the issue. So I may end up having to go orchestral focus, which might necessitate my actually being in an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Or might go choral focus and might have to go more, uh, you know, focus more on choral than I already am. I've actually just started um, really singing in any sort of organized fashion this semester at school. Mm. I'm uh, in the men's chorus, which is super fun. That was, you know, I I did that in high school. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was was really educational because you're working differently than you do on guitar. Absolutely. You know, but I will I will tell you this. I mean, as a guitarist like like a pianist you'll find that uh to work in an orchestra as a as a band as a director mm-hmm. or or with a band for that matter you're just much uh much more in tune with what happens because you're you're doing it on guitar mm-hmm. you do it now right you know so it's a it's a good good way to go is that because guitar music sort of multiple voices multiple yeah, things going multiple, on as opposed yeah. to a clarinet or a violin, which exactly. is just an isolated voice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guitarists you're, you're, and pianists have to kind of think the same way, they do. right? Yeah, so. you're you know you're, you're looking at the whole piece on all the parts that are happening at yeah. once, right? And mm-hmm. so you, as a conductor, you you're, you're you have an ability to bring that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite thing is when I give my students pieces that have bass notes as well, mm-hmm. like lower notes, and they're like. I have to play these at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what makes the guitar awesome. So yeah, yeah. yeah so that would be your, your your current educational activities is what what we were talking about. That's mm-hmm. one of my questions. But uh, how how's your guitar work going at at PLU? You are going to PLU. I'm not sure we've said that yet. Oh because yeah, Pacific Lutheran University. Um, it's going really good. I um. Elizabeth C.D. Brown is the guitar professor. She's um, super, super interesting. Reminds me, she sort of feels like a mix between you and Kim, honestly. Hmm. Um, we, we talk about technique a lot um, in, a, in a similar way that, uh, that you and I did and also focuses on sort of musicality and things like that. And just personality-wise reminds me a lot of Kim, funnily hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Super mean. Yeah. Just, hor- just, just a horrible person. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just makes me cry every time. <laughs> oh, by the way, Kim is my sister. Oh, yeah. For all those listening right now. I'm not just being mean. I'm being a brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so your first year experience at PLU has been good? Yeah. Yes. Um. And what's he gonna say? <laughs> no, no, I, no, I hate it. Get me out! Just, just, I'm. I, this is a cry for help. Uh, <laughs> help, just, just get me out, please. Um, no, it's it's interesting. I feel like my my experience with college is a little bit a little bit different than most people. I was homeschooled, and um, came from a sort of do, when when I would do school, particularly in sort of the last several years, it was really I was very independent. In terms of how how I how I worked, um, you know, my mom was technically my teacher, but it was a lot of I didn't really consult her on a lot of stuff. I just ended up just just really independent, doing school on my own, 
which is something that has been really useful in college mm-hmm. um, because that's more similar to the to the style of learning you're going to find. You're not going to, you know, teachers aren't going to be breathing down your neck, making sure you're doing your homework. It's you're responsible for right. sort of the own, your own work. Um, the thing that really was an adjustment for me in college was uh, the social aspect. Mm-hmm. I had never stepped foot in a public school, never been in that sort of environment at all. So that was real weird. So like, did you find there was any kind of culture shock or anything or a little bit? Um, the, I'm, I'm very introverted. And so the, the weirdest thing is you're literally constantly around people because I have a roommate is just sort of always there. He never leaves. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so it's just, there's never any, there's literally never a time where you're just, there's no people. It's just always people all the time, which is really draining for me personally. Um, and yeah, culture shock as well, you know, um, coming from a very different environment. It's a, it's a very sort of diverse school, I guess, in Mm -hmm. terms of types of people, um, viewpoints stuff like that yeah and i don't think that's just you either yeah anytime you get huge groups of people from all over everybody's gonna go through that but uh you know i never i never had the the college experience Mm -hmm. so Hmm. i wouldn't know but you had you had actually had a class you told me about that you had to go to when you first started or your your orientation uh, an orientation class. Yeah, it w- it wasn't a. I wouldn't call it a class. It was just sort of a weekend where I went out to this. Or er, right. no, it was the it was the first week of school. And what did you call that class? Remember what you said. Um. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So this wasn't a class. This was sort of an online module that I had to do. Um, I called it uh, debauchery 101. <laughs> um, what it what it basically was was their sort of um, I, I don't know what to call it. Their just sort of education module on um, things like drinking college and life. drugs yeah, yeah, and yeah, college yeah. life, yeah. sort of, and you yeah. know that sort that sort of thing. Um, I'm from a conservative Baptist house and I there's it's it's not something I'm um it's not the type of lifestyle I'm looking for in college let's say right. that so yeah, it felt okay. very monotonous for me <laughs> and just like yeah no <laughs> but yeah I, I had to go through it the debauchery 101 <laughs> tell us a little bit about your uh, about your uh, guitar experience that you have you know, I mean, you play different styles. You don't just play classical guitar. Right. So how I started, I, I, I grew up in um, sort of Baptists and non-denominational churches. And so my main sort of exposure to guitar was through, through that growing up, was through worship leaders. Uh, so when I, when I started guitar, it was, a, it was a guest worship leader that was, at our, um, that was at our church. He was just giving out lessons. He was only there for, he was sort of leading the youth group and also doing some music while he was there just for a few weeks. And so he was, he was offering lessons and I went to that and did about four or five lessons with him and just, just loved it. Just uh, totally got, um, just totally loved the guitar. Then um he unfortunately had to leave. His time there um, 
expired. And then I ended up with his aunt, who also taught guitar. Didn't really, uh, didn't really work too well with her. And then taught myself for a while. Um, I was just, you know, parents bought me books, um, just listening to things and playing, just trying to get chords and stuff like that. And that was about two or three years where I was just kind of teaching myself mainly sort of into the, the Christian worship style. Mm -hmm. And eventually I ended up here because how I sort of, how I sort of always wanted, what sort of really got me into guitar was a, uh, was a flamenco player that I, that I saw. It was a band called Benice, um, and my dad just had a DVD that he brought out and showed me, and it was um, sort of a Spanish guitarist, just really sort of fast, um, fast riffs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I was really fascinated with that. And so I was attracted to this studio. At, at that point, I didn't realize the difference between flamenco and classical guitar. It's, it, they, they, they look the same to me. Um, and so that's sort of how I ended up in classical guitar, um, which mm -hmm. when, I, when I came here and... Um, so, yeah, and then eight, ten years here, um, learning from you guys uh, and Kim. Musically, what are you, what are you working towards now? Um, current piece you're working. Uh, on. So the current piece I'm working on is a uh, a piece called "Missing Her." This is by uh, by Frederick Pant, uh, Frederick Hand. He's an American composer. Um, yeah, I just. I I really I was listening through a bunch of pieces my, my or my uh my teacher Elizabeth wanted me to um she gave me a book basically and said you read through these listen through these tell me you know tell me what you what you like what you want to play and I was just you know just listening and uh, yeah boring 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 I don't care <laughs> and then I was just struck by by this piece it just had a really sort of modern uh somewhat atonal but just really beautiful style of harmonization mm -hmm. that I um that I liked a lot it was really really free um and just just thought it sounded beautiful really and so i've been working towards that um yeah we and so planning to play that at uh my concert well not, not my concert the guitar department's concert in um early may i believe i think it's may the 5th or something okay yeah um what's interesting about that piece um how it's written right right in the middle right in the middle of it it um it has a improvised jazz waltz section jazz waltz section mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh he wrote it as intended for the player to sort of improvise their own jazz waltz right in the middle of it um that's not <laughs> that's not so much my what I, what i'm what i'm experienced in i can do basic improvisation but nothing nothing along those lines so this particular transcription of the piece I'm working on has actually someone I'm not I can't recall his name at the moment basically listened to a recording of um, Mr. Han the composer and actually transcribed out his improvisation onto oh. a sheet of paper and so that's that's sort of written written into the piece hmm. so that's really hard to learn <laughs> mm -hmm. because it was very sort of free and improvised to begin with and then written down and you know sometimes it can be a little convoluted is that is that actually a triplet i don't know mm -hmm. um and so it's also the the other thing that makes it challenging is he's recorded he records this piece but he always improvises the the jazz waltz section so it's different every time mm -hmm. and so i can't find the recording of him actually playing what's on my particular <laughs> transcription <laughs> of the piece 
which makes it really hard to sort of get it under your ear what it's actually supposed to sound like uh, musically speaking it's, yeah. it's hard to tell like what exactly the melody is what exactly the rhythm is um and then other than that i'm working in several other uh ensembles um there's the guitar orchestra um i'm in a i'm in a guitar quartet this um this year which is super cool um the basically basically it's the guitar orchestra um we'll have that for 45 minutes and then some people have signed up for small ensembles which is either duets or quartets and so there it's just a group of uh four freshman guys um who are who have signed up for that and so we're doing um a really lovely piece by the uh LA Guitar Quartet um Lotus Eaters you might have heard of that mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. and uh Nueva Dia um as well um and then in men's chorus we've got a concert on April 23rd that's in just a couple of weeks so excited about that one yeah. So overall, yeah, your your education is is really centered around music. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so your your sort of the classes you take during the, your first year depends largely on your major. Sometimes you'll have a lot of freedom to choose. Some majors are you know you can it's going to be a little while before you can actually get into working toward your degree with music it's like right away you're in all of the music classes i my first semester i had all music except for one and the same this second semester actually all music except for one um yeah so theory well, when you walked in the door at plu had you already have did you already have some college level credits that you i did transferred in so I so I didn't do running start. Um, I did sort of a an online alternative. They used to be called College Plus when I was doing it. They've recent they've recently changed their name and also restructured the entire organization. Um, so now it's called Lumerit Education. But basically, it uh, it's about acquiring credit through um, CLEP tests. Mm -hmm. CLEP tests are examinations put out by the College Board where you can basically challenge a college class. You pass the test, you get the credit. Super cool. I did about six of those. Hmm. Um, so I have about 30 credits transferred in before wow. school. So when you walked in, as far as as far as your music, you know, you, you probably didn't have anything musically for, through a CLEP test. But you had... No, just, you just, uh, gen, you had, just gen eds. Yeah. Yeah, I did like, like psychology, and, sociology, writing, yeah, stuff good. like that. Hmm. So that, that... You think that put you more firmly on the ground as far as being able to do more music related mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Just and possibly to get out a little earlier. Yeah. 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 We'll see we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Long term, what are you talking about? What are you thinking? So, when I went in at first, it was really I I was thinking about opening a studio similar to this one. Um that prospect is a little scary and um mm -hmm. just in current climate for small business and I don't know what the heck I'm doing also what the part of the reason I've switched to music education is that does actually that allows you to be hired in the school system mm -hmm. and the thing about right. PLU PLU is re really likes to advertise this for the past s several years they've got like a eight or something year track where basically 100% of their music education majors have been hired uh, straight out of college in, a, in the school system yeah. which is 
super cool, uh, super. Um, uh, so that was that's a lot of my motivation is actually working in the school system. Um, just just because that's something that's relatively secure um, in the mm -hmm. music world. Mm -hmm. There's a. I'm sure I'm sure you know a lot of music majors who ended up pretty poor. So You're trying to tell me music's not always that lucrative? Oh, yeah. So so it's it's fine. It's yeah, you know, it's all, not like getting an money. accounting degree. I right. mean, I mean there are some things you you can do in college and you'll be hired when you yeah. walk out the door. Music is not like that. Yeah, music you, isn't like any, that. Almost any type of art is not mm -hmm. doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad in, in one respect, but mm -hmm. on the other hand, it's the way it is. Yeah, it's the way it is. Problem is, I'm rubbish at everything else. So, <laughs> now welcome to my world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're happy with what you're doing and you're enjoying it. That's yeah, very good. much so. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good plan. Sounds mm -hmm. like it. So, uh, your, your longtime music studies that you did, mm -hmm. uh, you think they prepared you for an academic? Success, academic success in college. You think they it helped? I think so. Um, particularly on guitar, on violin, I was I was less prepared. I'd say uh, a lot of what I learned in violin was on was in sort of a group environment through homeschool strings, mm -hmm. and so there were some technical things that were that I'm still sort of battling with with my uh, with my violin teacher. Um, but guitar, honestly, I felt very prepared um, coming in to the um, sort of coming into the room in the ensemble, I could, I felt like I was a bit of surprise. I was a bit of a surprise in terms of, um, terms of sort of where I was musically coming in mm -hmm. as a guitarist. Um, I got, when I, when I came into audition for a scholarship, they were really surprised to see a guitarist. They were like, oh, don't, we don't get guitarists in here that often. And I was probably the only one that auditioned that year, which ended up helping me out because I got quite a nice music scholarship. Um, and yeah, and then I played an audition and I I played pretty well. I played quite an advanced piece. I played The Bagatelle um, by William Walton. And um, they ever, seem really impressed. Mm -hmm. So, um, and... The thing about the thing about sort of uh, the the music education in the college system is everyone's going to come in at a different point, and so the teachers that I've worked with so far have been really sort of flexible in terms of um, in terms of where they're working. Like there are people in the guitar ensemble that have probably played for a few years. So what I'm real what I'm really getting at is yeah. what I'm really getting at is uh, not so much you were prepared for the music aspect, mm -hmm. the academic part of college. Oh, so sort of the music aspect transferring into academics. I see what you're saying. You're, um, you know, the the discipline. Uh, discipline. Focus. Exactly. Um, there, I mean, I'm not well educated on the, the science of it, but I am aware that there is quite a distinct link between, uh, between music and and success in other academic areas, um, statistically speaking. Which but you've read it, but yeah. had, have, I'm talking about, do you feel like you're experiencing I, that? Do I feel like, yeah. Um, I, I'm very, 
I'm I'm taking German this year, um, which which has come pretty easily to me in terms of um, memorization and understanding the grammar and stuff. And part of part of that reason, I was actually reading that there are similar parts of the brain, music and um, and language, and so they tend to be people people musicians tend to have an easier time learning languages as well. And you felt like you have an easier time at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And you know, to be honest, I've only taken two courses that weren't music related. <laughs> um, <laughs> one was a writing course, and then the other one was that German oh. course. Um, nice. But yeah, also uh, mu- music takes discipline. It takes practicing. It takes time management, and I've certainly felt the in- the influence of that. Um, still, I still must admit I struggle with time management as well. But I think I think anyone does in college. Quick note for everybody: uh, Samuel recorded a piece for this, and uh, for whatever reason, the file was totally corrupted and uh, basically unusable. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to a previous recording he had come in and done for us. It's uh, from Beauty and the Beast. It's a classical guitar arrangement of it.
right, Samuel. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, really appreciate it. It's always nice to see old students coming in. And yeah, so old. Yeah, just old, ancient, ancient. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you know. Um, up until we started doing this, we didn't really see a lot of alumni too often. So pretty cool. Having well, one thing we moved. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dietrich just a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. in. He's in the ensemble. Yeah, That's I, th- cool. I thought oh, he cool. might be. Yeah. Yeah. Place first yeah. chair. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you. Yes. <laughs> you hear that, Dietrich? The first yes. day was he like? Sure, you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I did run into him sort of during my first week. Had had dinner with him. Oh, nice. nice. That's good. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Thanks for yeah, playing thanks for, for us too. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't stay away. Yeah. yeah.